Yo, this is the ancient Texan on a Saturday. And a lot of um, thunder showers here today in Maryland. I'm going to talk about some games that we play in America. Kind of play the game all over the world, but we're pretty good at it here. First, there's kind of a basic principle that absolute power, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So if you're in a position of power though, and you wanna keep the public kind of on your side, you, you play games. For instance, corporate America, pretty much in power at the US, Google, Facebook, Twitter, not so much. Microsoft, Amazon, yep, Amazon's a corporate power, corporate technical power. Even the Walmarts of the world are how does Amazon, for instance, abuse its power? They drive down the price of something, put somebody out of business, buy the company. Google does the same thing. Facebook. They kind of say, we're going to compete with you and crush you. We're not going to have access to our stores, whatever. We'll buy you out for X million dollars. But that that's not quite the purpose of this podcast. It's just to recognize that there are some big boys playing with a lot of power. U.S. military, big boy, a lot of power. The Democrats or Republicans really buck the U.S. military? Nope. They ask politely. For instance, the president asked politely, can you withdraw from Afghanistan? Trump wanted to do it and they pretty much told him no. Biden with a little more political clout, a little uh, more finesse and behind the scenes stuff, said, can you get him out of Afghanistan? I don't know. Quite the deal there, but uh, we're still going to somehow support the Afghan government with Air Force. We're going to get rid of a lot of the, we're going to help a lot of the translators and stuff get out of the country. We're doing that because there's a chance of this remote support, you know, with drones and Air Force that even with that, the Afghanistans can't stay in control of their country. But that's an example of people with power. Supreme Court got a lot of power at the conservatives. So far, they're the exception. They're not actually abusing their power. They're taking a lot of positions. They're kind of avoiding subjects and just kind of dismissing stuff and you know not dealing with Trump. This, corporation just kind of not taking cases or dismissing it on technical grounds. 
they're not really wading in there yet. So we'll see if uh, Supreme Court can be the, you know, the exception when all the power's on the conservative side. We'll see. I'm talking about another big game that's going down. Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. Big game. Do you understand the game? Do you know what the game is? So we've got a two-party system and we pretty much keep everybody else out. That's a lot of power that toggles right back and forth between the two things. We could say the Democrats and the Republicans share power with the illusion that the people have the power. Toggles right back and forth on that edge. Corporate America, America kind of toggles that. It's not the American people toggling that little fine balance there between the Republicans and the Democrats. The American public can want something, 80% of us, that doesn't mean squat. That is not something that's necessarily coming our way. Trump and Kim Jong-un knew how to play the game. They both do the song and dance and go through like something great is happening. And it kind of starts falling apart and the little ro love romance, I love you, between, between old Kim and Donald kind of gets a little frayed at the edges and then, then they go into the blame game. It was his fault that fell apart. It was never going to come together in the first place. Just BS. Everybody knew it was BS. I'm pretty sure Trump knew it was BS. It was show and dance and show off your missiles, show off how powerful you are. You're going to solve this great big problem. Just like the border thing with the wall, that was all song and dance. Democrats favor walls too. They built a lot of walls. They call it fences. If you're a Democrat, you don't build a wall, you build a fence. If you're Republicans, you build a wall. But you both allocate money for a fence slash wall between the two countries. That's just show and dance, it's a game. Now, look at this infrastructure package. I'm pretty much convinced that that's a game too. You both can't look incompetent forever. The American public is gonna get on to the idea that there's a game going down. So they're trying to kind of like do this dance and are they just gonna play the game or are they really doing something? And I think they're still in the huddle on that. 
But they've got an easy way out on this game that's called filibuster. And they've got Manchin, who Joe says, I don't believe in getting rid of the filibuster. And you also got a lady, Kirsten, from Arizona, and she's elected as a Democrat, but she is probably going to switch parties and become a Republican. So she's playing the game both ways. I, I think Joe plays it pretty straight. Joe's a Democrat elected in a Republican state, and he's got to walk a fine line or he's out of there, and he knows it. So he's he plays his cards really close to the best, plays them well, uh, but he holds the balance of power. He has got a lot of damn power. Kirsten, she has a lot of power too, but it's, she's, she just switches like the wind. There seems to be no real principle uh, involved the best I can tell. I think she's a slime ball. But let's look at the game. Joe says, I don't believe in the filibuster. So they know anything in the Senate requires 60 votes. That means as a Democrat, you can vote for anything the Republicans are against. You can just say yes, 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 yes. You can pass a lot of bills. Well, the voter bill that they just passed, it was just a game. It had no intentions of passing. Everybody knew it was going to fail. They didn't even bother rewriting it. So I understand it was a piece of crap. They could have pared it down and worked on something that could have passed both sides. But that wasn't the game. The game was to make the Republicans look bad on the bills they had passed and at the same time, let the Democrats look good on um, where they stand with voting. Now, it's not that there's not some good stuff in the voting bill, but as a whole, it was not an attempt to pass. And Joe probably couldn't have lived with that bill passing, it had too much stuff in it, and it was too much everything the Democrats ever wanted type of bill. Uh, but it had a pass. Joe would have had a problem with that bill and staying and keeping his job. Kirsten would have had too. Neither one of them wanted that bill to pass. But since Joe's not going to okay filibuster, the bill's not going to pass, you can pass it, get credit for, you know, doing the Democrat... Democratic Party thing. Everybody's happy. MSNBC can play the Republicans are bad game. Fox can play the Democrats want all this BS in their 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 bill and they're you know infringing on states' right to control the elections. Some truth on both sides, but it's a game. It's not real. So the question is, is the infrastructure game real? 
They're at that time of the game, you know, like when Trump and Kim got together and held hands and kissed and kissed face and told the world how great they were. And they're going to do something wonderful. They're going to have a big parade and party and going to start celebrating before anything's really done. That's the stage we're at in right now with infrastructure. But if Joe Manchin, Joe was not willing to vote to get rid of filibuster, and Kirsten probably just not either, then we can only have something if we've got 10 Republicans on board, or if they can pass something through reconciliation. I have no clue. I do not understand that, but I know it's a game. Because I know they can pass it through reconciliation if the Republicans will agree. So that, that's a funny concept. It's either can be passed with 50 votes, 51 with the vice president, or it can't be. No, it, they're talking about it can be passed if the Republicans agree to the reconciliation on part of the bill. And voting on it with Republican support on another part of the bill. That sounds goofy. I'm a reasonably intelligent guy and I have a hard time understanding the hell out of that logic. So are, are we even going to get anything? I think there's about a 49.5% chance we're going to get a small infrastructure bill. Small meaning it's only a trillion. I actually think there's a problem with inflation of talking multi-trillion dollars. I think that's a, a little bit of insanity going on. I'd rather see us kind of pass bills every time Congress gets in gets up and together to play Congress instead of this huge let's pass a bunch of stuff this one time by one party I, I, even though it's the party I kind of prefer at the moment I think that's just asking for trouble I think that's absolute power corrupting absolutely but we don't quite have absolute power right now. We have some really funky setup right now. It's a setup that allows a lot of monkey business and a lot of posturing and pretending to go on. But does corporate America really want that much to change? I don't think so. And I think they're the ones mostly in power. I think corporate America kind of likes things like they are. Although I did hear that there's a new lady, I'm going to remember her name, but you guys can go look it up. This is in charge of the Federal Trade Commission. And she actually doesn't believe in monopolies. She believes monopolies and 
corporate power is bad for America. Even if Amazon is bringing you lower cost stuff, she thinks corporate power can be bad in its own right. Corporate power can be used to decide what passes and what doesn't pass, who gets elected and who doesn't get elected. They can split up pie, serve it to themselves. I think that's what's happening in our Congress right now. Corporate America holds the balance of power. They only have to get two, in this case, two senators, but one senator would be enough. Having two is like, wow, that's twice as much as they need. How do they do that? Uh, play that little game? One, they pump money into Joe's campaign to get him reelected. That fine little edge of elect and not elect billion here, a billion there, and you're elected or not elected. He knows that. He plays the game well. Kirsten, she's kind of new to the game. She's probably going to switch sides or resign. She's going to throw something, a big bone to the Republican corporate powers that be. Then she's going to retire and miraculously end up a millionaire, skills she never knew she had. She'll work for some corporate power and she'll become a millionaire. All these years, she didn't know how to do it, but now she's figured it out. She's become brilliant. Her skills are gonna be so valued that she'll become a millionaire. That's how the game works at the moment in corporate America. Oh, am I confusing corporate America? And America, like the voting public? I must be getting the two confused. This is the ancient Texan worried about our values. I know. Not many people watch my channel. That's okay. I'll just kind of go down the tube on my own here, worrying about values. I'm pointing out the games we're really playing. I know we want to believe we have an election and we save the world by voting in Democrats. We didn't save the world we didn't change much of anything. I know we stopped those bad, bad Republicans. Come 2022, we'll stop those bad, bad Democrats. It's a game. It teeters on the edge, a billion here and a billion there. And the game shifts. Corporate America is not going to let other corporate Americans control their game. 
even the whole thing of you know climate change and get something passed by the Democrats. That's a friggin' game. If they're serious about it, don't you think we'd have a carbon tax? The Democrats are passing bills that pick the winners. They're gonna elect electric cars, be winners. That's picking a whole team of corporate Americans. It's picking a whole team of corporations to be the winners. If you pass a carbon tax, then the market picks the winners. Our market is really damn good. It responds to whatever signals you send it. Sometimes we send some really crappy signals. And we're doing that right now with climate change. We're pretending that we know the answer. We know how to fix this. We meaning the Democrats who are in power and the corporations who are sponsoring the bills for the Democrats. That's who the we is that knows how to solve climate change. We, that is the creative Americans, the scientists, the engineers, the people that really make this country work but don't get paid so much. That we would be in charge if there was a carbon tax. Because carbon tax says CO2 is bad. You smart Americans figure out a way to lower that. Now if you want to subsidize the poor at the same time to you know keep it from being regressive, I'm sure we could figure that out. We don't want to figure that out. This way we have the power is in the hands of politicians handing out contracts to fix global warming. It's part of the games going on. Right now we're in the filibuster slash infrastructure game. Watch the game play out. You can kind of see the theater and the, you know, what the stands are doing by turning on MSNBC and Fox. They'll kind of narrate the game for you, explain it to you if you need it explained. Getting a little cynical here in my old age. That's why I'm the ancient Texan. Hope you have a good day and namaste to all you good Americans. find my off button.